What's up, guys? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Welcome to another episode. And in today's show, I'm talking about sugar. It is a foodie Friday, so I'm talking about nutrition. And today's episode is is really a lot about uh, is is sugar. I talk about is sugar the cause of certain diseases, and then I kind of outline the good and the bad about sugar and just try to take an objective view on this and just trying to counteract some of the some of the hoopla around sugar that it is this devil powder right that sugar is the cause of everything evil that sugar is ruining your body i'm kind of going against that a little bit but also hoping that you guys get the main point of this which is to to choose wisely in your food intake, right? To not choose sugary foods, not because maybe sugar is is evil, but just because you're more likely to succeed in your health and your calorie consumption if you don't include a lot of sugar in that diet, right? Uh, that being said, I hope you guys enjoy the episode and you're, you enjoy kind of how I can take both approaches on this. I encourage you guys to do the same. I mean, on anything, that's, that's the process, right? You... You need to check for yourself as the scientific method, testing for yourself, experimenting, making sure that that everything is as something says it is, right? Trying to prove, trusting the science, but also verifying it for yourself. That's the key. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Health IQ. So if you guys are health conscious and maybe you watch your caloric intake, you watch your sugar intake, maybe you weight lift, maybe you run, maybe you do obstacle races, triathlons, whatever it is, uh, if you care about your health like that, you might qualify for a lower rate on on life insurance. Uh, health IQ just helps health conscious people like you guys get lower rates in your life insurance. If you want to check it out, just go to healthiq.com slash triple F to support the show and see if you qualify. Let's get down to today's episode where I talk about sugar, get into some deeper science on this one, so bear with me, but I think the point is worth listening to, worth going through all the end. I think everyone can take a lesson from it. Let's start the episode. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's going on, guys? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Triple F Podcast. Welcome to another episode. Today is Friday, which means it's Foodie Friday. Foodie Friday. Foodie Friday is honestly one of my favorite days. I know I say this a lot, but it really is because I can talk about nutrition, something I don't really talk about a lot at work, something that is kind of left up to another portion of the staff that I'm on, uh, and that's the nutrition staff, right? But I do enjoy this subject. I did study a lot in school about it, experimented a lot with myself, and try to try to research a lot outside of work and the classroom and just trying to figure out what's optimal, right? I think no subject is more, is more muddy than nutrition, right? People are coming up with diets all the time. People are people are coming up with you should only eat this or never eat this, right? And going up these extreme approaches and I mean I'll kind of say just in general as a little precursor to this episode that anything that has the word diet after it typically isn't 
isn't what you want to be doing, right? That isn't sustainable and isn't really, it isn't really the kind of method of eating that's going to set you up for long-term lifestyle success. If it has diet, I mean, if it's the, the, whatever kind of diet, I don't want to bash on certain diets, but if it says diet after it, right? Low carb diet, uh, you know, ketogenic diet, uh, carnivore diet is a recent one that's pretty crazy you know like there's nothing wrong with these certain ways of eating they actually are probably helping you make healthier choices which is a good thing however if they have this word diet next to it it may be that it's kind of a dogmatic approach to it or maybe that um, it has some certain things that are harder to follow and that's my general recommendation is just to make better food choices choose choose the healthier foods choose the healthier options learn how to not eat too much or how to eat the right amount for your goal and for your body that's really the key if you go through that process and learn it might take a while but if you do that you're going to be in a great place for setting yourself up for long-term health and avoiding some certain diseases right one of those diseases which is which is huge right now and really plaguing and is really plaguing this this country and i mean the world too is diabetes right diabetes is is a problem and a lot of times sugar is linked to diabetes right so I want to talk about that a little bit today in today's episode. I've seen a lot of Instagram posts recently about about no sugar, about you know avoiding sugar at all costs, about how sugar does this, this, and this, how it's wrecking your body, doing this to your body, and how it's poison, right? How sugar is basically more unhealthy than any other thing that you could take in or any other uh, habit you could have, right? And and this is just kind of a broad a broad overview of what I've been seeing. But that is kind of the talk nowadays, right? Is that sugar is is the cause of all of these problems, cause of diabetes and other issues. Maybe that sugar is the root of all evil. I don't know, but I do know that it's not all as it seems, right? So I'm going to kind of go over uh, sugar as a molecule, I guess, right? What is sugar? What does sugar do in your body? How does it affect you? And does it cause these problems? And then lastly, I'll kind of touch on my recommendations regarding your sugar intake. That's something that people have asked about actually before to me is uh, asking specifically like, do I have to monitor my sugar intake, right? Maybe it's a coaching client of mine. Um, and in that coaching process, I'll have them track their macronutrients. There's protein, fat, carbs, fiber, and most apps that track those things track sugar, right? And they'll say, do I need to keep it under certain grams of sugar? Um, you know, is it okay if I eat this, which has sugar? Is it okay if I eat fruit? These different things that are known as kind of higher sugar foods, right? <clears throat> and I mean, you look up on Google, I did this just right here in front of me. I looked up, can you get diabetes and the, the suggested searches are, can you get diabetes? Can you get diabetes from eating too much fruit? Can you get diabetes from eating too much sugar? Can you get diabetes from fruit? Can you get diabetes from sugar? Can you get diabetes in one day? So you can kind of see this is a concern of people, right? And the information out there is promoting this, this concept that sugar is what causes these problems. And I want to go over... I want to go over why that's not necessarily the case, but also how you can learn to make good choices that promote health and promote these diseases um, staying away from you, right? That promote 
your body's forces against these being at full force, okay? So I wanted to just give you a couple statistics to start, I guess, as far as sugar is concerned, uh, as far as sugar being the silent killer, right? Is this the case? So sugar, this is just with diabetes, right? I'm just comparing this to to diabetes in this episode. I'm not touching on other problems uh, that could arise from too much of one food group or too much of one thing. So sugar consumption in China is 10 times lower than the than the United States, right? We are way higher than China as far as sugar intake. But diabetes is higher and is increasing faster in China than it is in the US. So that is an opposite kind of correlation, right? In the in the US you have Sugar, you have diabetes. Actually, sugar is sugar intake is declining in the U.S., but diabetes, uh, occasion like the occasions of diabetes is in, increasing. And in China, sugar, sugar consumption is way lower than the U.S., but diabetes is even higher in incidences than the U.S. and is increasing also at a, a similar rate. And the, the United Kingdom is experiencing something similar. In the last 50 years, every single year just about, the United Kingdom's sugar intake has declined. So they're focusing on that, and it's actually at this point half as much as the U.S., right? So it's it's two times lower than, than the U.S.'s sugar intake, but diabetes is increasing at the same rate. So even though the sugar is continuously decreasing and it's much lower than us, diabetes is still increasing at the same rate as us. So, so why is that? And I mean, the conclusion that I draw just from those studies, just from looking at those, is that diabetes levels they, they correlate somehow with sugar, right? We know that they're somehow related where sugar intake and diabetes are somehow correlated, but it's not that tight or significance of a correlation, right? And other factors seem to kind of be more important in this. And even though maybe they're loosely correlated and maybe high sugar intake can cause some of these problems, it might not be the main cause and it might not be the thing that's necessarily putting people over the edge in their diabetes, So I want to break down sugar um, as a molecule, I guess, glucose, right? That is sugar. How does that affect your body? That's what I'm going to talk about a little bit. I'm just going to breeze over this because it is pretty sciencey. This is just basic kind of phys- physiology kind of stuff and nutrition, how molecules are broken down in the body, right? That's what happens in your digestive process is that you're going to consume a food, consume something, and the whatever molecules basically make up that food, those are going to be broken down and used for energy and the nutrients extracted, right? That's kind of the basic model here. Uh, Sugar is glucose and that's a carbohydrate, right? A pure carbohydrate. Uh, Sugar has four calories per gram, which is less than fats, which is nine calories per gram. And it's the same as protein, which is four calories per gram. Um, Sugar's calories, the calories that are in there, they can be used for for metabolic needs or they can be stored as glycogen, okay? So glucose is an important fuel for our body. That's, that's something super important to consider here. People run without glucose all the time, right? No carbohydrate diets, ketogenic diets. People do it all the time with, with no glucose in their system. However, you are, it's proven that you are at a much higher performance level with carbohydrates, right? And every carbohydrate, whether you are taking in white rice, um, Cheerios, whole grain bread, quinoa, right? Whatever it is that you're taking in or a uh, Coca-Cola, 
you're having those carbohydrates broken down broken down into glucose no matter if it's pure sugar or if it's a whole grain you're getting broken down into glucose now that's not saying that everything's equal to pure sugar because there is nutritional value in those whole grain foods i'm a big proponent of whole grains and i mean you get protein with them you get fiber and you get nutrients pure sugar doesn't have that like in the can of coca-cola however the energy effect on the body, it's its mathematical and it's very similar to the basically the same thing because everything's broken down into that glucose model and it kind of goes through this this process of cellular respiration in your body, this these steps of glycolysis, right? This is one of the main things you'll learn in nutrition classes, in physiology. How does the body create energy or how does the body break down uh, carbohydrates or other energy sources into energy that can be used for your body to actually work, right? I talked about on Wednesday the different rest periods, the different energy systems. So you have your 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 ATP, your creatine phosphate, your glycogen. How are these things actually created, right? And it's by breaking down what you intake. That's why for for your calories, it's all about what you eat versus what you burn, right? It's pretty mathematical because if you're eating more than you're burning, you're storing the rest of that. And if you're burning more than you're eating, you your body has to get that energy from somewhere else other than what you're intaking, okay? So glycolysis can be split up into like 10 different steps. I'm just going to kind of breeze over uh, them in sections. So the first three steps, basically energy in the form of ATP is invested to be reused later, which means the ATP is working on those glucose molecules and it's it's being put in so you get more out basically. And as those steps follow on in steps like four and five, this energy allows glucose to be split into two smaller molecules, okay? And then as the process completes, the cellular respiration process, energy is going to be released from that. So you remember you put the energy in, you broke down the glucose molecule, and it's going to be released as energy then um, as, as ATP as, as, and as NADH, which are used in the different energy systems that I talked about earlier. So that's how glucose is used, everything broken down into glucose. So if sugar if sugar and if brown rice give you the same kind of of energy, right? They give you the same process anyways. Why why is sugar demonized? And why is why is there a slight correlation between sugar and diabetes? So it might not be the cause, it might not be the actual cause, but it's no secret there is some correlation and it is something that needs to be addressed. So what's the problem with sugar? Why is it being pronounced such an evil food if it has the same effect, right? That's the side of me. See, I kind of play both sides here. I'm in the gray on this and the the black side of sugar, I guess, is or the white side of sugar, I guess. I I guess you could say the good side is that is that it it has the same kind of process in your body as anything else. It's just energy, right? That's all you're putting into your body. You need to realize that there's not necessarily good and bad foods. There is foods that provide you with more nutrients. There's foods that fill you up more. And there is a right amount of foods to eat, right? And remember those three things. Those are very, very critical. And sugar, it provides the same energy as something else. It just doesn't necessarily have the nutrients and it doesn't really fill you up the same, right? 
And I'll get into that in a little bit as well as I get into the bad side of sugar. But the good side is that it gives you energy the same way so you don't necessarily have to avoid sugar. And that's the long-form scientific answer to, to this question, right? To this question of does, does diabetes happen from eating too much sugar or fruit or something like that? And it's no is the firm answer. It does not come from just eating sugar, Now, notice how I said that. I didn't say too much sugar or too much fruit. I said it does not come from eating sugar. Sugar does not cause diabetes. It's not a direct causation kind of of relationship. It is correlated, however, even if it's not super tight, it is correlated, and I'm going to get into that next. Today's show is sponsored by Health IQ. Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for people like you. And 56% of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33% on their life insurance. You can they can save you up to 33% because physically active people have a 56 lower risk of heart disease, 20% lower risk of cancer, and 58% lower risk of diabetes compared to people who are inactive. Keep in mind that statistic because I'm going to bring that up again later on in the episode. But that is huge, and because you take your health seriously, you deserve lower rates on insurance for you, right? So you might qualify for a lower rate on your life insurance. See if you qualify. Get your free quote at healthiq.com slash triple F. Support the show by going and checking them out letting me know what you think, and uh, maybe talking to an agent there to see if you qualify. So we know how sugar is used for energy, right? We know that it is basically a pure glucose molecule, whereas something else needs a little bit more broken down. Um, I want to get into the bad side of sugar also, right? I don't want you to think that I'm super pro-sugar. I do think that being anti-sugar just in general, is silly, right? That's the takeaway you can take from from my kind of pro-sugar side of this is that being anti-sugar, be just because it's sugar, is just silly. To say I want to just avoid sugar and I ask you why and you say, well, I heard sugar is bad, that's kind of silly, right? You need to know that sugar is just energy and and sugar is not necessarily worse than any other kind of carbohydrate energy. Now, and it does and it doesn't cause any of these diseases directly. However, you do need to know the dark side of sugar, which is the same thing as its pro side is that it is pure energy, right? It is pure glucose and it takes a good amount of sugar uh, to make something as sweet as we like it, especially in the United States. So, Let's just use as an example like a can of Coca-Cola because that's something that I've been using earlier. Think about a normal 12-ounce can of soda, okay? You have about 150 calories in that can, right, which doesn't seem too bad. Um, and that's about 40 grams of carbohydrate. 40 times 4 is about 160, so it's a little bit less than that. But it's all carbs, right? It's all carbs. It's all liquid with sugar in it. That's what that's what it is, right? The flavoring doesn't necessarily have calories. Uh, the, the liquid is just carbonated water. But what's in there is the sweetener, right? And that's the sugar. And that's pure energy right there. What you're taking in is pure energy. Now, if you separate that, right, you separate that amount 
of sugar from the can of Coca-Cola, you're looking at about 10 teaspoons of sugar, okay? 10 teaspoons of sugar. So you have a lot of sugar into one can of Coca-Cola. And you even have a lot of grams of carbohydrate just in one little soda can, right? And 40 grams of carbohydrates is a lot. It might not be a ton of calories, but you have to think that, you know, as far as your grams of carbohydrate are concerned, that's a lot. If you track your food, you'll know what I'm talking about because you probably have somewhere between 100 to 300 grams of carbohydrate you can eat a day, right? I'm at about 400 grams of carbohydrates a day just because of my activity level. A couple of my coaching clients are kind of more in like the 120 to 150 range every single day. So quite a bit lower and that's basically just activity level and goals. Um, And if you only have 150 grams of carbs to eat, just drinking that can of soda took away 40 grams of that. So you only have 100 left, right? You can think of it that way. Now it is the pure energy. It's not going to give you diabetes just by drinking this can of soda. However, what's it going to do, right? And the the key is not much, right? And that is the bad side of sugar is that it's not going to do much. Yes, it's going to give you physiological energy. However, you're going to be taking up a lot of the calories that you can eat per day, right? You're taking away from the amount of carbohydrates and calories. You're taking away from the energy later. You are not being filled up, right? These high sugar foods and liquids are not filling. That is because of a lack of fiber and a lot of times lack of protein just because they don't really combine. Those are the things that are really filling and you're not going to get that uh, in a high sugar food. So it's not filling. It's There's not much fiber, no protein, and no nutrients, right? Because it's that simplest form already. Your body isn't extracting anything from it because it's just pure glucose. It's being converted and it is being converted into like into usable energy for your energy systems. However, it's not necessarily uh, a valuable, a valuable calorie, right? It's not a good or bad thing. It's just valuable and not valuable. And pure sugar is not a very valuable calorie. So here's my theory about diabetes. Here's my theory about different diseases um, and things that are correlated with sugar intake, even if it's not really tight, even if it's just a little bit. Here's why I believe that is the case. I think we have an overconsumption issue. Okay. This is just, just hear me out on this. I think this is the main cause of these problems, especially diabetes in these different countries and in our country specifically is this overconsumption, right? The portion size is everything. And I think, I think the devil in the dosage is so true in every scenario, but especially in nutrition. So the, the amount of carbohydrates that you need for your body, it varies, right? Depending on a lot of factors. It depends on your activity level, your body weight, your gender, your goals, and it's going to vary and it's going to change for everybody. However, people don't really keep track of that. People don't really know actually how many carbs are consuming and how many carbs they they need, right? And what sugar does is it makes you think that you're not consuming what you actually are consuming, if that makes sense. So you consume this can of soda. Maybe you eat some Sour Patch Kids at a movie. Maybe you, maybe you have... Um, 
maybe you have a lollipop. I don't know. Whatever people do, right? Maybe you drink a glass of grape juice, right? You think it's a good choice, but you're actually drinking 40, 45, 50 grams of carbohydrates right there. And because you're intaking all that simple sugar, just... And it can be used as energy. However, unless you're strictly tracking it and you're very aware of what it has in it, you are probably going to not be full from that and you're probably going to consume the same amount of food that you would have if you hadn't consumed that sugar, right? So it's an overconsumption issue. You're going to end up eating too many carbs, in turn too many calories than you should for your goals and for all these different factors that I listed out from uh your weight to your gender to your goals to whatever it is so that is my conclusion on this episode is that i mean diabetes specifically it's a serious disease it's most common form is type 2 diabetes it's become a worldwide epidemic and i mean it's just our eating habits that seem to be causing this right what's what else is the change and i believe it's a consumption issue not necessarily a certain food group or a certain food the idea that eating sugar causes diabetes or eating fruit causes diabetes is inaccurate but avoiding sugars is a helpful step and it, it can be it can be taken and it can be very useful to preventing these diseases preventing weight gain which is a big cause of diabetes and uh, it can be used to make a way healthier lifestyle for you, right? Why is that? It's because you're more likely to overconsume sugar than anything else. I think it comes down to just that, right? You're so likely to overconsume and then that, that overconsumption adds up over time all of a sudden you have too much weight, you are messing with your insulin sensitivity and you're looking down the barrel of diabetes is gun, right? So avoiding sugars is a helpful step, even though it isn't because sugar is bad. It's just because you're safeguarding yourself. I say you can add in sugar if you are very, very careful about how you track it. Think of it as kind of a dangerous food as far as your food consumption is concerned, right? So if you're not tracking, I suggest you eliminate it and you just focus on the basics. I think if someone focuses on the basics, they're going to be in a great place for their lifestyle and diet. That's what I tell everybody that asks. It's too simple for most people to accept, but really what you got to do is figure out how much food you're supposed to have, eat that amount, fix your metabolism, and choose the right foods, right? Choose whole filling, higher protein foods that are gonna give you a lot of nutrients, give you a lot of energy, and also fill you up. That's the key to a successful, healthy lifestyle. And that's my thoughts on sugar, everybody. Foodie Friday. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode on sugar, diabetes, and um, what is causing these problems in our world. Um, If you agree with me, let me know on Instagram. Stoltz Fit is the place to find me. If you disagree with me, I'd also love to hear you and talk to you about this whole this whole debate, I guess. Right? Is sugar evil? Is sugar the devil? Is sugar causing all of the world's problems? Let let me know on Stoltz Fit on Instagram. And if you want to check out coaching where you can be my client and have consultations with me, have custom workout programs, custom nutrition plans based on your goals and needs, go to triplefpodcast.com slash products. The word triple, the letter F, the word uh, podcast.com slash products. Thank you for joining me and have a great weekend, everybody. 
thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom. 